welcome to the Get Out of Porn Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Wilkie. In this week's episode, I want to talk about the idea of intentionality. Now, a couple episodes ago, maybe episode... I'm blanking on, on which one. I think episode 34, I discussed the unforgivable sin. And that's the idea of just not trying, basically. You could, I mean, you, you could put forth the effort. You could get accountable. You could risk losing your reputation and, and pride and everything else so as to claw your way out of this. You could do so many things, but you don't because you just don't want to. You just don't want it bad enough. And when you don't want it bad enough, well, and most guys do. They do want it, and they still can't get through it, and that's where we do all the trauma work, and that's why the last two, I've, uh, I've discussed defining trauma and some trauma techniques and some things that might hopefully help in working through that. But you have to start with baseline, I want this more than anything. But in today's episode, I don't want to just rehash that. I want to go into the importance of intentionality and living intentionally. And I know this is going to cross over into some episodes I've done before, but I'm going to try to keep this one brief so as to not, uh, again, not go into too much of what's already been covered. However, it's been said that the three hydras of recovery, this is not just with me, this is um, other people's work, but the three hydras of recovery, uh, the, you know, the monster that has the multiple heads, right? is complacency, boredom, and laziness. The three hydras of recovery are complacency, boredom, and laziness. We discussed this in the unforgivable sin one of just the laziness, not really wanting it, but the complacency, the boredom, and the laziness, you're not really moving in any direction. You're not moving forward. You're not moving backward. You're just kind of stuck. It's almost a freeze response in the nervous system where it's not the fight, it's not the flight. You're just freezing. You're complacent. You don't want to take a step forward. You don't really want to take a step back. You're just where you are right now. And sometimes there's safety in complacency, and that's why we don't want to move. It's kind of better the devil you know than the devil you don't. And anytime you're struggling to get out of the addiction or, or you find yourself being complacent, you need to ask yourself, why am I complacent? And what does it? What does non-complacency represent? If I take a step forward, what what does that mean? Am I afraid of doing that? Am I afraid of maybe taking on more responsibility that the more sober I get, the more I'm expected to do certain things or the more close I have to get to people and maybe I don't want to get close to people. Maybe that's why we're complacent. With boredom, we're not really staying busy and as I talk about, loneliness shouldn't be something that we have to run from and fill every single second. But just constantly staying bored and not really doing anything, man, that is so difficult to stay intentional in your sobriety because you're just giving in to these times where not really doing anything. We want to get to the point again where you can sit in loneliness, you can sit in with yourself and be okay, not have to run to the addiction. At the same time, boredom can be a major stumbling block in recovery because you're just giving all of this loose time. How are we going to fill it? What are we going to do? And too often it's filled with things that we don't want it to be filled with. And then the third would be laziness. And that goes to what we talked about. You just don't want it. You're just lazy. You don't want to have to get up early to do your morning routines, and you don't want to have to, uh, you don't want to have to tell people about it, and you really don't. Man, do I have to get rid of YouTube on my phone? And uh, it's just going to take so long to set up accountability partners. I've done it in the past, it was like ten years ago, and it just didn't really go that well. And I mean, come on, you're looking for excuses. It's laziness, is really what it is. And these are things that are keeping you from recovery: complacency, boredom, and laziness. And so the reason intentionality is the dis- the, the point of discussion today is because intentionality is the way we have to live our lives in sober living. We talked about this in the sober living episode, which I believe was um, episode 16, and how we have to live sober. But so much of this is about intentionality. When you wake up in the morning, what do you have going on? Most of the time when I see clients that are really struggling, I say, so what does your routine look like? 
are you intentional on in things you do? Well, no, not really. You know, I get up at whenever my body gets me up and, you know, when I get going in the day, it's kind of whatever hits me and maybe I have work or if they're a young kid, especially in summertime, there's just no structure to their day at all. And so, well, you know, he kind of lays around, plays some video games, whatever else. It's like, well, yeah, there's so many opportunities to jump right into porn, to jump right into masturbation and all the things that we shouldn't be pursuing. Too many opportunities. There's no intentionality to their day. This is the importance of morning routine. A lot of this is rehashing again, and that's the last time I'm going to say it, I promise. I know this is rehashing, but intentionality is so key and so important in sober living, in getting clean, in making sure we're shutting down complacency, boredom, and laziness. It's the same thing as like, you know, I could do, I could do the same thing two separate ways. I could clean my room or I could clean it intentionally. Which one's going to be better when I'm intentional about it because I'm really thinking about what I'm doing. I often tell people with the addiction, slow it down. They actually did a study with this with cigarettes where the one one type of therapy that came out of this was pretty much intentional therapy of, hey, when you go to smoke a cigarette, pay attention to the way it makes you feel. Pay attention to the smell. Pay attention to, to what your mouth actually feels like. And instead of just one after the other, just puffing away and, and almost chain smoking, right? Slow it down and just be intentional about it. If you want to smoke a cigarette, okay. But just notice what's going on in your body and notice the way it makes you feel and notice the way that your teeth feel and all of these things. And what they found was people go, man, that's disgusting. I don't want that. And there were certain people that actually were able to stop cigarettes based on intentional smoking alone. They realized this isn't what I want. It was such a mindless practice. And so what I'm calling for is in our work with pornography addiction, this cannot be mindless. We have to be intentional about every aspect of it. How does it make you feel? What is it that you really want in the moment? How is your body really responding? And what I found in talking, and this was with me as well, but what I found in talking with a lot of addicts is the fact that they didn't really want porn. They wanted to get around their blockers. They wanted maybe that quick dopamine rush, but I noticed my dopamine rush would spike the first moment I saw it. After that, it was it wasn't a big deal at all. I mean, it just really didn't excite me. It wasn't the porn that excited me. It was the fact that I could get around everything that was set up. Well, that tells me it's not really about the porn, is it? I was intentional. When I started getting intentional about it, I started realizing porn isn't what I want at all. My brain needed something to kind of work on. Maybe I was a little bit bored and I wasn't um, actively pursuing something for my brain to chew on. And maybe sometimes it was I just needed to talk to somebody and get something off my chest and not have to figure out a way around it. And once I figured out a way around it, it was almost boring. And so I started shutting those things down and it made it that much more difficult, which actually increased for a while my desire to to find it, but the moment I found that I'd shut it down, I wouldn't even masturbate. I wouldn't even look at the porn. It was me just getting around it. And when I increased my intentionality is when I started noticing that. It wasn't a mindless like, oh, I found porn, okay, I'm just going to masturbate. It was like, wow, where did my dopamine spike? Where did I really start to feel the rush and the pleasure? And it wasn't the porn. And that's one of the things that helped me come out of it is me being very intentional on what I actually needed and wanted in that moment. That's what I'm calling on for you. Be intentional with it. How does it make you feel? Not after. Of course we feel low. Of course we feel shameful and feel terrible. How does it make you feel in the moment? Do you feel okay? Do you feel like like this is what you want? Do you feel good about yourself? If we're increasing intentionality and we're really starting to think about what the addiction feels like, a lot of times we, once again, can start pulling ourselves out of it. But I would also say increase intentionality in everything you do. In the cleaning of your room, in your morning routine, you get up. Don't have this, well, I just don't know what I'm going to do today. Yeah, well, that's when Satan's going to grip you. That's when he's going to throw everything your way because you have no structure. 
you are giving in to either complacency, boredom, or laziness, intentionality breaks through all of those things. We're no longer doing things just mindlessly. We're no longer complacent. We're moving somewhere. We're doing something. And it could even be a structured and intentional time of quietness. That's not laziness and that's not boredom. You're intentional with it. The problem with those two, laziness and boredom, is it's mindless. You find yourself there going, oh, wow, I guess I got nothing to do. Don't do that. Don't find yourself with nothing to do. If you're going to have these moments of quietness, that's okay. Be intentional. What are you going to get out of it? And you start living your life very intentionally. The relationships you have are intentional. The things that you do in the morning are intentional. Your nighttime routine is intentional. The people you choose to talk with throughout the day, the job that you do, the homework and school that you do, and and the video games you play, and everything else is intentional. Increase your awareness. This also increases when you increase self-awareness. That really helps us understand ourselves more when it comes to breaking free from this. But there's so many other benefits to that as well. But stop with mindlessness is what I'm saying. We have to, in, in addiction, stop with just mindlessly going from A to B to C to D. And then we get there and we go, wow, what just happened? I don't even know how I got here. Yeah, it's because you weren't intentional about anything throughout the day. This is a short one. I realize that I'm not going into too much detail um, of maybe some things you don't know, but I am calling on you to really increase your awareness surrounding every part of your life. That can sound daunting, it can sound exhausting, but you start getting used to this increased level of awareness. I have a client that told me aware is halfway there, and I've stolen that one from her and, and I've used that a bunch. Aware is halfway there. If you're aware of what's going on in your body, you're aware of your surroundings, you're aware of the fact that I am alone and I maybe need to either not be alone while I'm getting out of the addiction or I can sit in this and, and maybe be, be very intentional with my time. Okay, great. Let's do that. Let's be very aware of every part of our life. And I think you'll notice a difference. I think you'll notice I'm no longer mindlessly running to these things. I'm very aware of where I am right now and how this might be a trigger. Well, my mom left for the store and I'm all alone at home. I'm aware of that. Now I have a plan. I'm going to be intentional in the plan of how I'm going to get through that. Man, I brought my phone to the bathroom. What am I doing? That was a mindless thing I just brought in here. Oh, now it's here. Now I'm wanting to want to act out. Nope. I'm intentionally leaving the phone outside of the bathroom. I'm intentionally um, texting somebody or an accountability partner while I'm in the, in the bathroom with my phone if I'm at work or something where I need it. Um, I'm being very intentional about how to avoid triggers, about how to live my life. Increase your awareness. Increase your intentionality. Do things with purpose. And make sure that we're avoiding complacency, boredom, and laziness at all costs. Until you can learn to sit there, and like I said, sitting in loneliness doesn't mean boredom, and it doesn't mean complacency, and it doesn't mean laziness. If it's intentional, and you're doing it for a reason, and you know, hey, I'm here, and I'm intentional about the things that I do, we'll get through it, and it's going to be okay. With that, I'm going to leave you here. I don't know what I'm going to record on next week. If you have any suggestions or something that you'd like to um, like me to hit on, please let me know. Joe Wilkie Counseling at gmail.com. W-I-L-K-I-E on Wilkie. Joe Wilkie Counseling at gmail.com. Please truly send your emails my way if you're interested. If you have something that you'd like me to cover or a topic that you've been struggling with or whatever it may be, I'd be happy to cover it. But uh, I'll be back with another episode next week. Thanks for listening. 